Hey everybody, it's Jan here and you are listening to episode number 85 of the Langpreneur podcast. Guys, welcome back to the show. Um, today, another Q&A episode. I actually managed to convince Oli to, <laughs> to, uh, to join me uh, again. So this is going to be a good old Q&A episode with uh, Oli, just like in the old days. Um, we're going to talk about when is it the right time to move on to the next project. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your business. You have been doing this for a while. You're missing the traction. You're feeling that... <sighs> You just want to move on. You know, you have all these ideas and you want to move on to another project. Or maybe you've actually been quite successful, but you're just getting bored and you want to try new things. When is it the right time to move on? Um, that's something that we're going to talk about, or actually Oli is going to talk about it. So, Oli, go ahead. Thanks, Jan. And uh, apologies for this slightly echoey sound. I'm um, in a in my new home studio and it's got no furniture in it, so it's all uh, this, the sound is bouncing off off the walls all over the place. Hopefully, get that fixed uh, in the next few weeks. So, should you start a new project? When is it time to move on? Look, the first thing to say is that you are not alone if you're if you're thinking this. Every single creator and entrepreneur goes through this, and I think it's part part of our of our DNA. Um, I think it's a good thing that we do this, and I think it's to be expected. The question is, how, how do we manage it? And I think, like with a lot of things, it's only through experience, through having started a bunch of side projects that you really understand um, you know, what's, right, what's right for you. Um, but I can tell you about what's happened in my own experience, um, because I've been through some real ups and downs with this, and this might help you think about your, your, your current, current dilemmas or your current thoughts around whether to start new projects or not, or at least try to complete the picture, put, put together the, out, the edges of the jigsaw so that you can go and, and fill in the rest later. So a few years ago, I, I went through a kind of big burnout with I Will Teach You a Language, and it kind of happened at a point where, a very unexpected point actually, where the business had really started to do well. Um, I was making plenty of money, which was which had, had uh, was helpful in the sense that it, it kind of, you know, for the longest time when I was building the business, I was like, okay, I just have to make enough money to live. And that was one of my driving forces. And so at this point, I kind of solved that kind of immediate money pressure problem. And that, and what this did was kind of open up the big existential question of, all right, now how do I actually want to spend my, my time? What do I want my life to be like? And I think I was coming face to face with this question of, um, Am I actually enjoying myself with the business? I didn't really have the luxury of thinking in those terms before. And so it's worth reflecting on this if you are in the kind of hustle phase of your of your business. Um, there will come right now, you're probably not worried about that too much because you're just focusing on making money, but there will come a point where you will start to ask yourself, hey, am I enjoying this so much? And then conversely, if you are at the point where if you're beyond the hustle phase of your business now where you're making plenty of money. You, you found success in, in, in quotes. Um, one of the questions that, one of the, one of the ways that this is tr- probably manifesting itself in your, in your brain is, well, okay, I've never actually stopped to think whether I'm enjoying this thing before. I've just done it because, you know, it was, it was, it was fun and, and it was, uh, it was making me money before. So you're kind of coming face to face with this existential question of how am I spending my time? And so when I went through this, this process, I kind of had it got triggered by some by some burnout after a long year of 
of uh, product creation and traveling and, and, and things like that. And I, I started to feel um, like I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to look at my email. didn't want to do any of the things on my to-do list. It wasn't like depression in the sense I didn't want to get up in the morning. I just didn't really want to do anything. It was like, it was classic, classic burnout. And so what I decided to do because of the, because I was kind of like, it was almost like that my business was like a kind of bright sun shining in my face and I was just shielding my eyes from that sun, right? And so I think what, what I started to do is in order to just get out of the glare of the sun, I started to entertain all these other ideas of businesses that I wanted to, I wanted to do. So I'd, I'd start to ask myself, oh, you know, if I started a new blog, that would be so much fun. Or if I started a, a completely different business, if I opened up a restaurant, that would be so much fun. And I was, I think what I was doing was I was I was using the prospect of something else being more fun to actually shield myself from the from the dissatisfaction I was feeling with my with my current um, business. And this is something that happens a lot. It's it's this 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 question of you think that what you really want is this bright shiny object, but actually what you're doing is running away from something else. And so the appropriate thing to do is to really think deeply about what that is that you're running away from. And if you are, um, if you're dissatisfied in some way with your current business, I think that is the thing to focus mostly on. That was certainly what it was in my case. I was dissatisfied with the way that the business was, um, and so I went through this 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 phase of exploring other options. Eventually, I didn't go with anything, and I'm not quite sure why. I think it's because I I I, I still knew deep down that I was only just getting started with my current business, and so I didn't think it was right to let go of it and then what was most interesting was what happened over the course of the next year because over the course of the next year I did a lot of reading I did a lot of learning and I started to f- create this vision of what I thought my business could be and in my case I was kind of creating this whole story learning concept and I, I started to create this vision of what story learning could be and I started to get excited about it and then as soon as I found that excitement come back all the other ideas that I had, all the other blogs and channels and whatever that I wanted to create, I just forgot about them overnight. And that was a very educational moment because I realized, you know, depending on where you set your focus, that can totally change things. And so for the last couple of years now, I've really been um, trying to nurture this excitement that I feel for the direction of the business but if you don't ha- if you can't see the future if you're not sure where your business is going if you feel a bit blind to what to do next in your business how to grow then that is exactly the kind of time where it's good to listen to podcasts like this and join the communities at, at Langpreneur or other other masterminds because people meet meeting new people fresh blood getting new ideas is some of the you know best ways to start to get excited about about your business. Um, but you might not be um, this kind of person. Maybe you're not dissatisfied with your business at all. Maybe you just got all these these other things that you want to do. And I think if you do have a massive long list of projects that you want to, you, you want to, you're really tempted to, to work on, the first thing is to understand that that is what creative people do. Like as an entrepreneur, it's very difficult to see an opportunity and just let it go. And so you've kind of got two choices, right? You, you can either say, you can either try to be very mature and very calm and collected and say to yourself, right, I see this opportunity. I acknowledge that it's there, but I'm going to take the decision not to pursue it because my main business is more important. 
Um, you can do that, but that's not always possible to do, depending on your mindset. So the other approach is to say, right, I've, and this is what I've done a couple of times. You can say, okay, I've got these ideas, these pipe dreams of other things that I want to do. Let's do the minimum necessary in order to see whether I like it or not. We're always going to have these itches to scratch, these ideas that we need to entertain. And so sometimes I think it can be helpful to just try them out so that one way or another you find out whether you want to do it or not. I started this little um, Substack newsletter called Daily Jazz late last year when I, was, I wasn't working all that much and I, and I wanted to do something creative. And I had this burning idea uh, for this newsletter project where I was going to send a daily email about about jazz because I, I I'm a jazz musician um, originally and I've, I'm always listening to jazz so I just wanted to do this thing I did it for like three or four weeks I really enjoyed it but then I stopped wanting to do it and it was a good outcome because even though I really enjoyed it it just naturally faded away but I kind of had to do it for that period of time in order to just satisfy that craving and so one question you can ask yourself is if you've got a separate project that you want to do how long would you need to devote to it in order to find out whether it's worth pursuing or not? So you could say, look, I've got this really great idea. I'm going to give it three months. And you set yourself a time limit. Say, right, I'm going to work on this now for two days a week for the next three months. And then in three months from now, I am going to pause and decide whether this is right for me or not, whether I want to continue it or not. So that way you don't have to see it as this big life-changing decision Instead, you make it a small decision and say, right, I'm just going to do this for a few weeks or a few months, and then I'm going to see. And this is useful because it stops this. It stops it becoming a big, scary decision and instead reduces it to something manageable that you can try out. You can scratch the itch, satisfy the craving, and then make an informed decision about whether you want to do it or not. Because I guarantee you so many projects, you, know, you think they're going to solve your problems. You think they're going to make it more fun. But actually, you know, everything becomes a job in the end everything becomes work in the end uh, and you know you, sometimes we see celebrities on tv and we see like oh they must have such great lives but i promise you for these guys even though they're doing glamorous things it's also work and it's extremely stressful and it's not you shouldn't assume that they really enjoy um these you know the, these these lives that they that they that they have so it's good to where possible have some small experience of this thing that you're thinking about doing in order to discover whether or not it's right for you or not. But I think what this really comes down to is with your current business, if it's something that you, if your current business is something that you do believe in and you do believe has has future, then really the, the, the big battle, the big struggle that you've got, the big thing to figure out where the game is lost or won is in figuring out how can you make this fun? A, a, a question that Tim Ferriss asks a lot, which I like. I don't like all his questions. <laughs> but there's one question I think is good, is what would this look like if it were fun? So take your current business. How, if it was, if, what, would it, what would your current business look like if it was super fun? What could you do differently? How would you be spending your time? If you can try and set your creative energies to solving your current business problems or solving the things that currently annoy you or irritate you, or upset you, or whatever. If you can solve these problems with your creativity, this is the ultimate solution, because then you'll be able to grow your business and not just kind of throw away the thing that you've been working um, really hard on. Another way that I sometimes ask myself this, and I'm going through this at the moment with video production, because I'm quite new to um, regular video creation, and I'm really thinking hard about how to 
increase my production whilst also enjoying it and not letting it become too stressful. I, I asked myself, how could I become pro professional at this? What would the professional, experienced professional Ollie do in this scenario? He wouldn't just wake up in the morning and make a video. He would plan. He would script. He would batch. So tr set your. Tr I guess what I'm talking about here is not giving up on your current business, but rather figuring out how you can really apply yourself to solving the problems that you perceive. And then sometimes your business doesn't have legs and what you're working on actually doesn't have a future. And then <laughs> the right thing to do is probably to quit and to move on. But no one is going to be able to answer that question for you. You know, I think if you are, the only time you should really think of that in those terms is if you've really not seen any growth for the last two or three years, if you've tried everything that you can think of, if you've if you've hired a coach or a mentor to to help you look at your business in different ways, you really should be very careful of of packing in your your business unless you have really gone through a sustained period of exploration and trying to um, trying to to look at all the different angles. I've lost count of the number of times in my own business. Like a, a total transformation of of my business has has happened after one conversation with one random person over a glass of whiskey one night you know we with with these online businesses we can do stuff so quickly and so much of it is down to comes down to your ideas the ideas that you've got and the people that you speak to um, so that's why it's so important to, to spend time talking to people and really exploring and challenging the things that, that the options that you've got and um and the existing perceptions that you have um, of, of what's going on. So I hope that's helpful. As always, there's no right or wrong answer, but um, I hope the uh, the ideas I've given you here, as you can tell, I've been through this myself. So I do feel like, uh, like I guess from every from my whole experience with with this topic, I guess the, the the my main feeling is that the most important thing to realize is that whatever emotions you are currently feeling about your business you are probably only seeing the top of the iceberg. There is so much more going on beneath the surface. And that and all that stuff that goes on beneath the surface represents a massive opportunity to be happy, to be more, more prosperous, to be more professional, to, to make more progress. And, and certainly in my experience, one of the most helpful things for figuring that stuff out has been meeting other people, talking to other people, getting help from, 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 from coaches, people that can help you just get outside your own head a little bit. So that's it for now. I hope that was helpful. All right. Well, thank you very much, Oli. Let me just summarize this. So if you're dissatisfied with your current business, ask yourself the question, why are you dissatisfied and how can you make it fun again? So instead of thinking about all these other projects, you know, running away from your business, no, focus on Focus on the real problem. What is the real problem? Why are you thinking about all these other projects? And maybe it's because you're just running away from a problem in your existing, in your current business. Try to, to fix that first. Okay. Um, now, if you're happy with your business, it's working well, but you know, you have all these ideas and you just want to try new things, then you can do this test that Oli was talking about, right? So commit to a new project, uh, stick to it for at least a few weeks or a few months and that way you will discover if you like it or not and also if the uh, if the project has potential or not right one yeah just one thing here which i would like to add is always be aware of the opportunity cost right so especially 
if if the business still needs you, if it's still a relatively new business which cannot grow without you, then um, there's going to be an opportunity cost if you're going to be doing other things, right? So just be aware of the opportunity cost and ask yourself the question, okay, if I'm going to do this new project, then what consequences, what what kind of consequences is that going to have for my current business? Because business-wise, it doesn't make, if you have a business that's working, you have the traction, like business-wise, it doesn't make any sense to do something else, right? Um, but yeah, if you if you really have this desire uh, and you have all these ideas, then of course, uh, it, it's up to you, but just be aware of the opportunity cost. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening and looking forward to talking to you on the next episode. All right, thanks for listening to this episode. And if you like this episode, then please give this podcast a positive review in the app, wherever, whatever app that you're using that's going to help us grow the podcast and do more awesome things for you on the show. If you want to listen to other episodes, resources, and um, you know maybe join one of our future events, then go to langpreneur.com. Uh, we also do help some of the biggest names in our industry to scale their six and seven figure businesses so if you want us to help you out with that then just uh, go to the website or just send me a dm on instagram at the Langpreneur. look forward to hearing from you and see you on the next episode